Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to sunny Oklahoma. In December. In December. What would be a normal... should be in the 30s and 40s. Yeah, it should be dark, dreary, and, yeah, and it's, snowing, preferably. Yeah. If you've never been to Oklahoma, I mean, it's, y'all, it is 76 degrees. I have shorts on. I've yeah. shorts since we've been back. We almost vacation. have turned our AC on. It's getting a little yeah, too hot. Exactly. It's crazy. Yeah, so anyway, so we are back, and um, hope you guys had a happy holiday. We had a wonderful one. I got all my Dune stuff. Mm-hmm. My people know me. They know I. They just, just feeding the addiction. Yep, feed. <laughs> yep, feeding the addiction. It's a good addiction. Yeah. So anyway, so it's funny because there's not much news. Nope. End of the got, year stuff. So a lot of yeah. people are waiting until next year to release. But Some we, news, but but we have a hell of a lot of movies. Yes, we have. We are going to talk about y'all five movies. Yeah, crazy I new don't know ones. If we've ever done that. I don't know about I've five, just, but five new ones. I've just been boom, boom, boom going yeah. to the movies. Tis the season, right? Love it, love it, love it. Okay, so real quick, um, I'm going to do a couple of movie news, um, and of course, you know. Spider-Man, I mean, we saw it. Mm-hmm. We loved, loved it. it. We'll get to it later. We're talk about it later. Uh, but it had a global box office opening weekend of almost, I'm going to round up, y'all, almost $600 million. That's crazy. Third largest worldwide weekend debut in history Behind Endgame, which was $1.2 billion, and Infinity Wars, which did $640 million. But then Christmas came a little early for little Tom Holland because um, on Christmas Eve, it, had the, it became the biggest movie of the whole year. Which really is that's not a surprise. surprise, yeah. But this is, the, but then it follows up with this. On Christmas, it broke all records and it passed one billion at the worldwide box office. Wow! And it's amazing because you know China is like the biggest box office audience mm-hmm. there is. Yeah, it hadn't even opened there. That's even crazy. So these numbers are without China. Wow. So Dang. and I know I should have researched when it's coming out. I, I I didn't do that, and I apologize. But I just yeah, it's it's just amazing what it's doing. Sure. Yeah. So and and it had good hype. I think the fact being a marketing major, I think the fact that they held back. On some stuff. Sure. Yes. That's just pure marketing. Oh yeah, because it just, just it just hypes it up it even just more. Hyped it up even more and developed yep. a frenzy and you know so. Yeah. Okay, moving right along, our favorite director. Yep. Denis Villeneuve. Um, exciting. Of course, I'm just like you know, let's get through Dune two, okay? But this came out. Um, he has found his next director's seat. And it's called Rendezvous with Rama. Uh, what I could find in it is um, it's an award-winning book by Arthur C. Clarke. Is that name ringing a bell? Because he also did a 2001 Space Odyssey. Mm. I'm not a fan. 
It's a little weird. I remember sitting in the theater with my parents watching this film, and it literally blew my mind. I remember questioning my mom and dad on the way home, and they couldn't even answer my questions. <laughs> so I think their mind was blown, too. Yeah. I'm just not a fan. Okay, so rendezvous, rendezvous with Rama. This is what we know. Science fiction, of course. It's set in year 2130. And it's about a huge alien ship that enters the solar system. So a group of human explorers go up and intercept this ship and try to unlock its mysteries. Very I, interesting. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. I'll be there. So, and you know. It sounds like I, a rival all over I, again. Well, but I want to say it's all going to depend on the cast, and it will, but I'm not worried about the cast because, you know what? It's Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. He can get anybody he wants. Of course, in my mind, I want Oscar Isaac. I want Timothy Chalamet. I want, you know. Just call so it Dune 3. It's not, but maybe he'll get Christian Bale. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Christian, let's do it. Okay, so, y'all, that's pretty much That's the it. news, which is fantastic. Yeah. So now we've got Mitchum's moment and go with it. All what right. do you got? So we what got a few got? things to talk about. Um, some are Marvel related and, and one isn't. I guess we'll talk about the Marvel one first. Hawkeye just wrapped up this past Wednesday. Uh, very good. Lots of good spoilers. Um, one big reveal that came by was Kingpin was the, ended up being the head honcho bad guy, which is great because he was the same actor that played him in the Daredevil series that came into Netflix into the, uh, for the, has three episodes or three seasons. So if you haven't seen that, go check that out. So they're bringing in those Netflix episodes, which were hit or miss with some people, but it's nice to see them kind of like gathering all of their past, um, movies employees and kind of scooping them all up into the mcu like they're just bringing everything in the mcu connecting it which i i like that and they're really finding a good way of like not retconning but tying in all these other movies that weren't previously related but now they are because they're in these and we'll talk about another one later but i I think it's really nice of them to kind of just like everything that they've ever produced is going to be in the mcu which is awesome and i mean jamie renner Love him. He's great. Yeah. Fantastic. Florence Pugh was amazing, as always. Um, you know, uh, Haley Steinfeld was amazing, too. Yeah. You know, in the beginning, she was a little she was a little different, but their chemistry really worked out in the end. And I really enjoyed this one. It's one of my favorites. Um, I still think Loki is probably the best one overall that they've done. Yeah. But this one kind of ranks with um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier, I would yeah. say, around there. My description of this to tell people is it's warm and fuzzy. Yeah. It's yeah. the perfect holiday. Oh, sure. It just, I mean, it, it's just warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's lots of, it's easy to follow. There's not, I mean, it doesn't really yeah. set up for anything. Yeah. The next Marvel thing we're going to get is uh, Multiverse, or the Madness of the Multiverse. Okay. Doctor Strange. Yep. In, in May. May. So, and as for now, we don't, I don't know of any other shows coming out that, that may not be true, but I just don't know. I think there might be a um, She-Hulk show, oh, or it yeah. might be a movie. I think it's a show. But uh, so yeah, we don't know when that's coming out yet. So the next one we have is Doctor Strange. So that's it for Marvel for now. Okay. So stay tuned. What else uh, did you want? We also binged my fiance and I. We binged The Witcher. 
is one of our favorite series with Henry Cavill. He came out uh, two years ago, the first season. The second season just dropped on the 17th and just watched that over the weekend. And man, it is... Now, I've only watched... The first I'm not going to give any spoilers because you got to go watch okay. it yourself. There is a pretty, I don't want any there's a big one at the end. Really? But there's really nothing else up into that. Okay. But, but you did get you all. Like it? Oh, I loved it. Okay. I loved Good. it. It was you got okay. Yasker came back. You could got you, Yennefer. Could you Siri. understand it more than the? First oh yeah, time? yeah. This one is. Oh good. There is, it oh. is one timeline. Okay. And it just it there's just different branches okay. of the different characters, but it's none of that like. Going back and then yeah. coming forward. And there is going to be a season three. Oh, there has to be. Okay. There might be two. Think... There might be three or four. Okay. Yeah. Because they have a they set up a lot more than they did in the first season, but they took the building blocks, which I love. This they took things that you didn't think were important from the first season, oh. and they became hugely important oh, in the cool. second season. So, like something that happens in the first episode becomes a major plot point in the second season. And so it's. Well, I, guess I love I it when watch the first episode. Yeah, yeah. I love it when like series like build on their previous seasons and take things from like things that happened in like the first episode and you're, they're still talking about it in the last episode of season two. Like it's just I love that continuity between yeah. the seasons and it just really makes it you know like flow and like it makes okay. you want to keep watching more and it's it's how you build a series. For multiple seasons. Like yeah. you're still telling a story within that one season, but the overall series story right. is growing. And I just love that. And they are doing a fantastic job. Henry Cavill. Well, as long is as Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill is yeah. there, I'll be there. Yep. J- Yasker comes back, okay. the bard, and he looks good. And okay. Yennefer is back. Yeah, everyone's good. a little grown up. Okay. And it is fantastic. I highly recommend it. Watch season one to season two and just binge it all in a weekend. And yeah, it'll be great. I'm doing it. Yep. And then also, lastly, Ooh, lastly, okay. this Thursday, we have the Book of Boba coming out oh, on the 29th. I can't it's happening so soon. I know. It is. So this will tie us over until we get the third season of Mandalorian, which everyone's waiting for. Oh. And of course, Ahsoka got pushed back to 2023, but that's okay. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything's be fine. Okay. Everything's fine. Yeah, we'll be good. So, yeah. So Book of Boba starts on Thursday. Okay. I am very excited about this. I don't really know... It's going to be a very unique Star Wars story that we really haven't been told before, yeah. which is like the bounty hunter and like the bad guys side now, of it. Can and we kind of rewatch what the last two episodes of Mandalorian to kind of? Uh, yeah, to yeah. Kind of There's like a couple it, episodes to right? kind of reintroduce. You yeah. don't really need to. Okay. But it just kind of like that's how he comes back right into the scene. Yeah. But I think this is going to be. I think that's going to cover like where he was, what okay. happened to him. I think cool. this is going to be a whole, like, taken apart from The Mandalorian. So if you haven't seen The Mandalorian, don't worry about it. If you just want to watch it for Boba Fett, watch it for Boba Fett because right. he is going to be in every single scene, and he is an original actor, and he's going to be That's fantastic. so cool. And yeah. I love his sidekick. Oh, yeah. She's amazing, too. Okay. We'll yeah. be there on Disney. Y'all need to get Disney if you don't have it. Yeah, so for sure. It's a nice go-to. So, okay. Here's our take. Like we said, we have five movies to cover. We're going to save the best for last. Um, And I'm going to start this with a fan question that we've had. I've got a lot of fan questions just kind of in case we don't get one. I pull from old ones that we never used. And this one (laughs) is from Tim. And he asks, 
Have you ever seen a movie that you loved or really liked and everyone else hated? And I was like, yeah, I just did. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to talk about Matrix <laughs> Resurrections, okay? And y'all, this is so weird because I, I don't think I even saw what it was 1999 was when Matrix the first came one out. yeah yeah mm -hmm. I remember seeing it ahead of its time way ahead of its time didn't understand it I don't think I saw the second and third one I really don't and so but I liked it you know and I think maybe that's why I do like it because I'm not a Matrix freak yeah um, anyway, it came out in theaters, HBO Max. It was two hours and 28 minutes. Jeez, um, holy cow. Didn't feel a minute of it. Oh, God. <laughs> um, the originals were directed by sisters. Yes. And this one, just one sister came back. Yes. And I have the reason why. Um, and it's Lana Wachowski. Mm -hmm. uh, Ke Keanu Reeves is back. Carrie Ann Moss is back. Jonathan Groff was awesome as Agent Smith. He's the guy, did you ever watch Mindhunters? No. And I think he's like an opera singer. He was in Hamilton. Okay. Um, the movie that I watched on Disney. He, oh, he was so good. Um, and then I love the girl. And if Wait, you, so it was Agent Smith again? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, they brought every, they're all machines, aren't they? Whatever. Can't they just this remake so, them? This is so anyway, dumb. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So And dumb. then there's a new girl, stop. And then there's a new girl named Bugs, and her name is Jessica Henwick, and I loved her, loved her. The only one that just ruined it for me was Barney. And that's Neil Patrick, Neil Patrick Harris. Harris. He just did, and he's sitting there talking to the coolest human on the planet, which is Keanu Reeves. You know, it just he it just didn't work for me. Anyway, it's you know, you guys, it's about two worlds, real real versus reality, or machines, you know, running humans, and you know stuff like that. Bottom line, it's a love story. That's all it is. It's just a little love story, and it had some cool action. It had a lot of corny lines, um, but <clears throat> the director um, felt obligated because her favorite movie characters, of course, are Neo and uh, Trinity, yep. and she had lost her parents and a good friend within a five-week period of time, and so she just went back to her favorite people and just wanted to finish their story and so wrote this. Now her sister felt totally opposite. She didn't want any she just didn't she dealt with grief another way. Sure. But this Lana sister dealt with her grief by diving back into her favorite Trinity and Neo. So, um, it was a comfort to her. So, and her sister Lily just didn't feel that way. So, you know, I don't go to the theater. I went to the theater and saw it. Then I came home and I was like, oh, dang, it's on HBO Max. So, I get on there to see if there's any extras. And there were, just like there was with Dune. Um, and so, I came home and watched the extras and they were interesting too. So, I don't know, y'all. My bottom line is Keanu Reeves looks absolutely freaking amazing. Because they showed kind of clips of him in 1999. 
and he just he has aged very well and i'm not even really a fan of his i don't even john wick i'll see him but bill and dad no um but it he just looks so good and the girl i love that carry on yeah i love trinity Mm -hmm. she's got the coolest look and the last scene in the movie they both come back and they're in that cool long black jackets Mm. and they both have the glasses on and they're together and it's just oh i'd watch it again just to see that last scene with them anyway so take it or leave it i i enjoyed it so i i enjoyed it i'd actually see it again real quick a movie i did not enjoy uh don't look up i didn't make it to the theater to see it i'm so glad um but and it it everybody's in it you know well like speaking of that netflix did this weird because it's a netflix movie yeah but they released it in theaters first for like two weeks which i don't know anyone that went to go see it because i and we probably had the same mindset people that don't have netflix well who doesn't have netflix i know i know because I was like, well, I'll just wait for it to come out on Netflix. So, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I understand, like, it's different with, like, The Matrix or, like, another movie yeah. that is... But, like, this was made by Netflix to be a streamed movie. Well, they're getting Not a big for the head. theaters. They think they can do that. Well, tell them, tell them why so, they can't do it, Alex. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, it's two hours and 18 minutes. Felt it. Uh, Adam McKay's the director. He did Vice yep. with my boy Christian. And The Big Short, loved that. Yep, yep. And he's done some other stuff, too. Leonardo, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, Kate Blanchett, Jonah Hill, Mark Rylance, Timothy Chalamet. And just FYI, if you are a Timothy Chalamet fan, um, he doesn't show up until one hour and 22 minutes into the movie. So if you're seeing it just for Timothy, just skip the first hour and 22 minutes and there's Timothy. It took him that long. Of course, I liked the first hour. Really did. I Because they identified this meteor and then they went on interview. I loved it. And then after the first hour, it just kind of just, it just was so repetitious and just so... I didn't like the ending. I it was depressing because it did happen. That's all I'll say. And then there's a little aftertake that I absolutely hated. I didn't care for Mark Rylance's character. He did it great. He reminded me of the same character in the movie I get mixed up, Ready One Player. Mm-hmm. Ready Player did I say One. Did I right? Ready Player One. Damn it. Anyway, he remind. It's exactly that character. Hmm. Um, brainiac yeah, yeah, and anyway yeah. so i don't know it it was depressing it was a depressing comedy um uh you a know depressing and if, comedy it, yeah i don't know it, it was a comedy that was depressing okay i really didn't laugh very much um you know and it takes place over a six month period um mm. and it's about an approaching comet you know, and these two astronauts have to warn mankind. Astrology. So, Astrology. I don't know. I I wouldn't recommend it. Um, I won't watch it again. Um, it was Leonardo was amazing because he was just kind of OCD and just he was fantastic. So anyway, okay, Mitchum. So I'm gonna set you up here because we were on vacation and. Where um, one of my sons has not 
seen Spider-Man. So we were like, oh, yeah, we want to go. Because we saw it the Thursday yeah. it came out mm-hmm. um, before we left. Like normal people. Yes. And so we were like, well, we have a free day, you know, let's drive. So we drove like 30 minutes into a town over Taos, New Mexico. And it was this tiny, tiny theater, and it only has two showings. That's, it doesn't even open in the afternoon. They show a four and a seven. Every movie is four and seven. So I'm like, man, it's a Wednesday. We got this. They don't even open till four. So we show up at this movie theater in Taos, New Mexico, and it's literally 4.01. Yeah. And we're walking in, and we walk, and we're like, we'll have five tickets. Sh- sold out. I'm like, you haven't been open one minute. She goes, oh, we sold out all online. So we're like, well, shit. So we went ahead and saw this movie that Mitchum's going to talk about. But then when we go into it, the theater was so tiny. Yeah. It was really tiny. It was really tiny. So I can see, you know. But I, on hindsight, I wouldn't have bought our tickets in advance anyway. No. I wouldn't have done it. No. But, I mean, everything that we mentioned in our news, too, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, why it did so well over right. that opening well, weekend. Well, and I've heard, too, so. I listened to another podcast this morning, and they were saying that, you know, they were talking whether they should do spoilers for Spider-Man, and it's like a lot of people, it's sold out. So mm-hmm. people are having to wait to see it, you know, because it's, yeah. it's sold out. Anyway, so, Mitchum, go ahead and... Uh, do hear yeah. our take on the movie we ended up seeing instead of Spider-Man. Yes, we went to go see The King's Man, which this is a prequel to the two uh, previous movies that were The King's Men and The King's Men Golden Circle. This is a prequel to that and how the organi- organization was formed, The King's Men. And uh, it starred uh, Ralph Fiennes and Gemma Artenton. Yeah. Ooh, that's a weird. Yeah. And, and so Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson was we in it too. Him. Yes. Yeah, he was great. It was two hours so, and ten minutes. Yep. Rated R. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. Uh it was set uh, during World War One, so in the nineteen okay. tens or whatever. And this is just about the formation of the Kingsman and how it came to be. Um I think we're both kind of in agreement that it wasn't exactly what we thought it would be. It was underwhelming. Yes, that's was, a good way to put it. Yeah. Because like, well, something happened in the middle of the movie, oh. and that I think we were both caught off guard yeah. by that. I reached out to both people beside me and just, oh, yeah, you know. But it was sad. It was and, really and sad. And I won't. We won't. But spoil I mean, in, it, in the but... previous movies, they talk about how that there was a group of wealthy men that had lost their sons during World War One, and so they formed together oh. they, with all this money and power. Okay. And so they came together and formed this agency. Okay. And so you kind of get that sense. But it was really weird because it was like it was like a super serious movie that was trying to be funny. Like the other two Kingsmen, you know oh, yeah. they were comedic, they were yes. fun, they were lighthearted. But they had some serious aspect. Yeah, over over the the top, top. but you knew what you were walking into with those. You know, and like there was some serious, but this one, it felt like gritty and dirty. It was World War One. you know? It was Mm -hmm. very dirty, gritty, slow. But they tried to like do these comedic parts and these like dancing scenes and like they kind of tried to commissize certain characters from World well, War One. It was just, just like they spent it was too weird. much time setting it up. And they spent it too was much a time slow on this, burn on this one character. 
And you know what they didn't spend enough time on? Was freaking Daniel Bruhl was in this movie. Yeah, he was. Yes. Yeah. From um, Rush. From Rush. From um, Winter Soldier. He stole Winter Soldier. And they just, and Stanley Tucci was in it for like three oh, minutes. Yeah, yeah. And why did, but they spent all their time on this one minister guy who was like a pervert. And you know who that was? It was Rasputin. Yeah, but it was Ryan's, oh, I can't pronounce his name. He was Lizard in Spider Man. Oh, wow. His, his name is R H Y S. Huh. Right, and then it's I F A N S. Yeah, he's been in a lot of okay, stuff. Okay, but that was him. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, he looked so, completely. Well, obviously, he looked completely different. My but. favorite part was just any scene with Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, he's him. great. Yeah. He and, and he he's wasn't just in it very much no. either. So, and I love the Gemma girl. She's fantastic too. Oh God, too. it was so good. And the other guy, the. Digimon Hasi. Yeah, he's been. Uh, he was in Gladiator. Yes. He's been. Uh, he was in Blood Diamond. He does not age. No. You know he was in Guardians of the Galaxy too. Yes, you're right. Yes, he's he literally. He's age. been in everything. So honestly, I don't know, Mitchum. My take. I I'd skip it. Yeah, I I. If you want to go watch Kingsman, go watch the first two. Yeah. You know, the second one's my favorite. Mm, the first one is the best, but well, that's your opinion. To remain to be seen. So. But yeah, I mean, anyway, it's, so I I mean I'm. Yeah, I was planning on seeing it anyway. Yeah. So, um, okay, so our next movie um, I saw last night, uh, Licorice Pizza. And this movie, um, of course, is the famous PTA, the Paul Thomas Anderson. He wrote it. He directed it. Um, I was so excited to see this movie and my son that went with me is a huge fan of Heim. Pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. And it's the Three Sister Band. And I love them too. I have a bunch of their songs on my playlist. And they're just, they're coming along, those girls. And it's, but Alana, the one of the girls in the band, was cast. It was her first, I'm pretty sure her first movie cast. Now, Paul Thomas Anderson has done a lot of their videos. You know, he's like a family friend or something. Which brings me to my next thing, which was kind of cool, is all the sisters were in it. And the mom and dad. So, this girl, Alana Heim, in the movie, had two sisters, which were her sisters, and a mom and dad, which is her mom and dad. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, the whole family was in it. A family affair, yeah. And then another cool thing about it is that Cooper Hoffman was in it, which is Seymour... Philip Seymour Hoffman's son. Thank you. Son. And this was his first acting thing. You know, Paul Thomas Anderson approached him and said, hey, I'm doing this movie. What do you think? And, you know, okay, I'll try it. And then some of Cooper Hoffman's siblings were also in it. Jeez. They were non-credited. Oh, I'm not done. Oh. They're non-credited, but there's just one scene where Cooper Hoffman played, he was 15 years old, okay, in the movie, and he was like a child actor. And he'd done all these, you know, when his mom was his manager, you know, and then he was an entrepreneur on the side. But, and, and it would show some stuff that he was in, being a child actor. And there were other kids. And some of the other kids were his real siblings. Mm. 
Uh, Sean Penn made an appearance. Bradley Cooper made an appearance. Um, and just real quick, back to Paul Thomas Anderson, y'all. He did Punch Drunk Love. He did There Will Be Blood. He did Inherent Vice. Didn't really care for Inherent Vice. It, it was a lot of movie that went nowhere, which is how I'll describe this one. This movie's like a slice of life movie to me. It just kind of depicts just a little section of someone's lives together. Um, I, you know, but Sasha um, Spielberg, yes, that is Steven Spielberg's daughter. She was in it, made a little scene. She had a couple of speaking parts. And you know what's crazy is Leonardo DiCaprio's dad was in made a appearance the, in it. What the hell? Yeah. Wow. And, I, and Leonardo was approached first to be in this movie, but sure. he couldn't do it. But his dad, I guess his dad is like iconic in Encino Valley or wherever this took place in California back in this. This took place in 1973. Uh. So anyway, just real quick, the first thing, and when Gray, when my son and I walked out, I was dying to know his thoughts because he was this, you know, this is like one of his favorite bands, these girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first thing he said to me was, I couldn't get over the age difference. So I'm just going to tell you right now, this, the boy, you learn this in the first five minutes of the movie. He is 15 years old, okay? Hey. Alana Heim in the movie is 25. Whoa! And so, yeah, it just was... What the heck? It was just... And they didn't, like, have sex or anything. They did kiss at the end of the movie. Okay. I mean, they were, like, lifelong loves. But the whole movie, you know, I loved the setup. You know, I at first, the age thing, I really didn't think about it because you didn't know what was happening. Because she even said, you're not my boyfriend, you know. But he just, he's like... She's the one. He even told his little brother, she's the one. I'm going to marry her someday. And their lives just kept going. Yeah. They kept meeting, you know, over the summer. And then he was an entrepreneur. He got into waterbed sales. And then he got into pinball sales. Because <laughs> pinballs, they were banned from 1939 to 1973 yes. because they were a form of gambling. Yes. So yes. she had kind of gotten into... Uh, volunteering for a politician and he she got him this 15 year old kid to film a commercial and so he had overheard them talking well pinballs are coming back so he immediately started buying all these pinballs so he was the first one to open up an arcade so he was at very, 15 yes see that was weird too what the heck you know it, it was just so weird you know and she would drive him everywhere and and it was cat and mouse, though, because then he'd have a girlfriend, and she'd get all jealous, and then she'd have a guy, and he'd get... It was very cat and mouse. And I just... I, I'm sorry. I just... It's not going to be for everybody. I mean, Mitchum, you'd hate it. Yeah. And I just think the only people that need to see this movie are those Paul Thomas Anderson fans. And he, there's, there's a lot of them out there. There are, so. and, but it just wasn't... I. I mean, I loved it because I didn't love it. I don't mean that. But to see Alana Ham was freaking amazing. She'll probably get an Oscar. It was so cool to see Philip Seymour Hoffman's son on the big screen. You know, it was great to see Sean Penn. But it was just, 
a segment of the movie that could have been taken out and still been a movie. And the segment where Bradley Cooper was didn't need to be in there. You yeah. know, even we talked about it on the way home. It's just, it's kind of like, you know, Why? hey, I'm doing this movie on Paul Thomas Anderson, Bradley. I'll put you in it and make this. I'll section. write a scene just for you. You could literally take it out and it did, the movie didn't need both Sean and Brad. Huh. It was just weird. Yeah. So anyway, I I I'm glad I saw it. I'm so glad I saw this movie. But I wouldn't recommend it to our listeners. Sure. You know, I always fall back to your people you work with, yeah. the people I work with. Yeah. And, you know, and I just I, I wouldn't So what's up it. with the name? Well, the only thing I could find is that it used to be a record store chain. Oh. Okay. And they they didn't really I don't recall them mentioning licorice pizza in the movie but when i was researching this it was it was back in way back when it was a record store chain huh okay. and, and it was just interesting to see you know the spielberg kid and you know leonardo's dad and you know and and, and if you're a bradley cooper fan he did amazing of course and so was sean penn yeah you know it was too long didn't need to be that long sure but anyway, so that's my take. So now let's just get to the good stuff. Yeah, you okay? said the best for last. Finally, now, finally. Listen, I just, you know, we had a huge discussion on Christmas dinner and everyone at my table, because I was like, y'all, do, do, we do, do, do we do spoilers? And every person at the table said, I haven't seen it, but it's all over Twitter. I haven't seen it, but it's all over this. You know, so they were like, everyone knows. Yeah. But I'm still worried about our fans. So I did a poll this morning, and there's just one or two that didn't want spoilers. Uh, so just real quick, I'll, I'll give a couple of stats about it, and then we're just, we're not going to, you know, we're just going to give our opinion on this yeah. awesome movie. So... Um, and we're and talking we, about Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, we <laughs> Got are. Got so excited. Yeah. Uh, PG-13. It was two hours and 28 minutes. Didn't fill a second of it. No. No. Could have added another yeah, hour. Yeah, it could have been twice as long. Been and fine. then just real quick, if, if you've been under a rock for the last year, um, at the last one, his ID was revealed by Mysterio, yes. which was Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. And he, at the very last scene, said, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Yeah. So this one, you know, started at that. Yes. And everybody they, they knew They literally recreated was. that scene yes. from a couple of years ago. Yes. And it was spot I'm on. I'm glad they did it. Yeah, it was great. It kind of made me wish I would have rewatched that right before. But they did it very yeah, well. Yeah, they did it right. Yeah. They, it literally... And he's, like, yeah. you know, he's still, he's a young one. He's still in high school. Yep, about he's, to graduate. He's dating little Mary Jane and, you know, and so MJ. that's where, MJ, so that's where it goes. Yep. So, and just the, the thing I want to talk about, and, you know, we we're, we don't want to go too much longer on our show, is our theater was 95% sold out. Oh, it was like full to the Loved max. It. It was a fantastic yes. seeing that many people. Yeah. It was the busiest I'd seen our theater, yeah. like as a whole, the parking lot in, in the last year. Yeah. It was the busiest theater with the amount of people in it I've seen in the yeah. year and a half. And we went the Thursday before it opened. And so we, was it 645? Yes. And so yeah. little prime time, you know. But what, what 
I loved the most is the audience participation. Yes. There was yes. so much clapping. Yep. So mm-hmm. much clapping. There was gasps. There was cheers. Yes. There was jeers. Yes. There was clapping. And I, you know, I teared hoops up. and hollers. Yeah. up a couple of times, you know, and it, it, it was just so fun. And we had a couple of dress-ups. Yes. We, had a, we yep. saw one guy with a couple of Spider-Man suits. Yep. So that was cool to be around. Hadn't seen that in a while. Nope, nope. So that that's what made it exciting. For it me. felt like watching um, Infinity Wars and Endgame again. Like the hype mm-hmm. behind it was like you know it got pushed back. Like people have been waiting for this for years, you know, and just the 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 anticipation and the just the the want to see this movie yeah. was there, and everyone was excited. It was like electric in the yeah. theater just watching it. Yeah. And when scenes happened and certain spoilers that we'll get to happened, it was just, it was, it gave you goosebumps. Yeah. You know, it, it's like, and I, and I know I've talked about this before, but I wish I could go back and watch um, Empire Strikes Back for the first time and feel that oh, feeling yeah. of when everyone finds out that Darth Vader is Luke's father, oh, you yeah. know, but like, this is, this is, this is it for me in my yeah, generation. Right. You know, these movies like Endgame and Infinity Wars and like these events that happened in these movies and these spoilers, I mean, like and how I have to compare it to that. This? We how said that about gonna... Infinity Wars and Endgame. I mean, we got yeah. Quantum Mania coming out. Kang yeah. is going to be an amazing bad guy. This Doctor Strange movie is going to be fantastic. Yeah. I am so looking forward well, to that movie. Well, especially after seeing the end credit. Yes. And y'all, there's two. There's so a we'll just mid credit and a post credit. Yeah. yeah. So you make sure you, you know, stick around. Yeah, so, of course, of um, course. Yeah. Well, do you want to, I mean, let's not go too heavy into spoilers. Sure. I mean, it's, I mean, it's got to be obvious that people know. Yeah. That little Toby and so little Andrew. So all three Spider-Mans make an appearance. Yeah. Um, which was fantastic, uh, and I mean the way they did it was yeah. just perfect. Oh, it, and it, yeah. it just it fl- I, yeah. Oh, it, it just genius. flows. It just yeah, flows yeah. so well together, and yeah. it just it was great. And so like he pops up first, Andrew Garfield shows up, yeah. and the you know the crowd goes wild, and yeah. they kind of there's a lull in the movie, so everyone can kind of like cheer and hoop and holler, yeah. and then they kind of get their bearings, and then you know a couple minutes later, Toby Toby uh, oh. McGuire shows up. And, oh, it was just yeah. perfect. And it's literally like they stepped out of their movies that came well, out. Well, they kind of did, it, the it way was, they did yes, it. it so, was great. Yeah. They looked the exact same, yeah. and they're true to their characters. And, God, and then it's so great, like, how up-to-date the movies are. Like, because there was memes that they recreated. They made fun of themselves. It, it, Marvel has just got it going on, and yeah. they know what their audience wants. They know the age of their audience, and they really keep up with current events. And they yeah. know how to make a movie that isn't necessarily timeless, but that really fits in with what's going on. Mm-hmm. And they're really down to earth and really got their ear to the ground on certain things. And it's so, it's just so refreshing and well, so great. Well, I just, you know, my my guys, Tobey Maguire. You know, and I know uh, some, you know, it's all divided. It doesn't matter, you know. Mm-hmm. But my guy's Toby Maguire. And it was, just, he was just kind of the elder one. 
Yeah. He really was. He was the most experienced. You know, and Tom and Tom little Tom Holland was most naive. Yeah. Very smart. Yep. I mean, they're all smart. And then Andrew Garfield, he just kind of seemed kind of unsure of himself, a little awkward. He was a little broken because yeah, of his movies. Yeah, which is understandable which, because yeah. he lost his love. Exactly. And he didn't you really know. know how to, like, what to do next. Yeah. Like, he had done some bad things yeah. that he kind of mentioned, but there was a scene but in the movie. They got him over it. They but, all yeah, three they dealt all with really it. it helped, so yeah, they all fun. helped. They all three helped each other yeah. understand. And it was so. And this is all, you know, the, the multiverse and everything. Yeah. So they brought in all these other, and of course we know all the villains that were in it. Yeah, we got. There talk are only about five, yeah. not six, like we thought, but that's okay. And one other spoiler that we'll get to real fast that are I mentioned from Hawkeye. It? Okay. The actor that played Daredevil yeah. in the Netflix series, he made an appearance as Daredevil, as huge. Matt Murdock, excuse me. Yeah. As his alter ego, which yeah. was his lawyer in the movie, yeah. which was, that was almost cool. as big as the three Spider-Mans. Yeah. And so that that was fantastic. So we have Kingpin, the actor, and then now we have the actor that played Matt Murdock or Daredevil. Mm -hmm. And so that's everyone's just raving about that. I'm like, what are they going to do next? Like, blah, blah, blah. So that was awesome. Um, of course, Happy was great. Yes. John, uh, John Favreau. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was just so well. And great. the, and the uh, you know, the villains. You know, my favorite, my one of my least favorite ones is the uh, Electro. Uh, yes, got, uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx, but he was so good in there. He was great. Yeah, they Didn't really care for the lizard at all. No, but he Don't wasn't in it why. that often. He wasn't Thank in goodness. it that much. Yeah, he only but had a Jamie couple lines. Jamie Foxx was very, and he, he was, was a completely comedic. different character from yeah. what he was in the Andrew yeah. Garfield ones. Would it yeah. worked out really well? Yeah, because I loved it. yeah, it was great. Very it was comedic. nice comedic. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, William Defoe and yeah. Doc Ock, they, they were, were great. You know, typical. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, it was... Yeah. It really it really stood true to the original Spider-Man that had come out. And, um, and again, it goes back to, like, Marvel, the MCU really just grabbing all of their previous works and just dumping it into this bucket and then making something fantastic they out of it. They had to know how good this was going to do, don't you think? Oh, I'm sure. I yeah, mean, Spider-Man is huge. To. I mean, yeah. he's almost bigger than... Captain America, Iron Man, he's one of the all-time yeah. favorite yeah. superheroes of all time. Yeah. You know, people love Spider-Man. And the fact that they brought in three of them. Yeah. And, you know, and this the, Loki and the multiverse, that's why this is going to be so great. Oh, and I, gosh, I have gotten past right. the first three phases of... I mean, don't get me wrong. They were great, and they set it up. But, like, this phase four and what's to come next, I am almost more excited oh. for it than what happened previously. Wow. And like new stuff and new villains, new heroes, new bad guys. Wow. Like I am pumped and they are doing, it seems like they are getting better and better with each film. Yeah. Like it's building off each other and it's just so great. I, I don't know what else to, how to explain it. Yeah. It's exciting. So yeah, it's it exciting. is. So go see Spider-Man. Go want, see it again. Go see it twice. See, well, everybody is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, I just want to, I can't wait to find a time when I can go see it again. And honestly, I, I want to go at a weird time at a small theater, you know, the smaller size, because I missed a lot of it because yeah. of the clapping and the cheering, which was okay. Yes. I loved yes. that. Because in the back of my mind, I knew, oh, I'm going to see it again. Oh, and I always like a movie better. If I love a movie and I go see it again, I love it even better. Yes. The yeah. second time's the best time. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're so, anticipating everything. And Okay. Yeah. So just in 
real quick, Matrix, take it or leave it. Don't look up. You can leave it. Kingsman, mm, leave, leave it. it. Uh, Licorice Pizza, Not leave it. Not for everybody. Spider-Man. Go see it twice. Go see. go see it three times. Yeah, you got to go see. Yep. So that was Here's Our Take. Yep. Okay. What so do it was we have, five movies. What do we have coming up in January? Real so we quick, got a few movies. We got Morbius. So this will be our first show next year. So we got a lot of uh, more stuff coming out. Kind of getting back into the swing of things. We got Morbius coming out. Sereno. Sereno with, with Peter Dinklage. Yeah, Sereno. Yeah. Dipper, yeah, that one. It's a love story. And sure. I'm, I'll let you see that. Yeah, I will. Uh, we then, got the tragedy of Macbeth. Oh, with yes. Denzel yep, playing yep, Macbeth. Yep. That'll be interesting. American Underdog, which came out this past weekend. That yep, we're going to go gotta see. see that. Nightmare Alley, which also came out this yep. weekend. And The Tender Bar. So right. uh, we got so uh, six, seven more movies coming out. It's not yeah. fantastic, but there's some good ones in there. Yep. We're also going to do a year-end 2021 yeah. wrap. We kind of just so decided we our top need movies, to do that. our top, our worst movies, yeah. what we think. So maybe so. you'll make a list of your top ten. Yeah, and I'll make a list of my top ten. Sure. Yeah. You know, and I won't make all ten Doom. Oh. Okay, well, I guess you have to make a separate list then. So, because y'all already know Dune's my number one, but it'll be interesting to see how we rank them. We'll do a top I. ten without Dune. Oh, I can't do that. Well, it's in a category of its own, okay. so just put All it. Right. Okay, now interesting rewinds here, because as you know, we just went on vacation. We went on a ski trip in New Mexico. And it's when you're with that many family and there are some friends scattered in there and you've got a huge TV to watch and you're just, you know, you got to kind of, how do you find something that everybody likes? Well, here's some movies that we found that everybody agreed on. Yep. And we had, you know, two generations there so oh, what yeah. would we do shrek one and two shrek one and two these are yep. all rewinds that yep. we recommend you to watch with your whole family uh shark tales which i hadn't seen in forever yep, that was great so good movie. to rewatch. another fantastic movie yep. that we don't talk often about the chronicles of narnia the the lion the, the lion the witch and the wardrobe right the first one that is such a great it is movie a fantastic it is movie. awesome and i had forgotten how good and how yeah, much i like that movie Me man too. it is so good yeah and then, of course, and then we threw a in cult a classic. Edward Scissorhands. Yes. I mean, how can you? Young Renona Wider. Oh, and it's Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp at his finest. Yeah. Tim Burton. So, I mean, what's not to like? Yeah. So we just wanted to share some of those. You know, if you're going to be hosting a group of people or, you know, whatever, just those are some good ones. Hey, and let us know which one you like, which you think is better, Shrek 1 or Shrek 2. Ooh. We had a little bit of debate. It's a little up in the air. I'm personally to Shrek 1 because you couldn't have but a second one. I think one. it was. But Shrek I think everyone I'll else likes Shrek 2. Do a poll. I'll do a poll. There you go. Let us know. All right, guys. Welcome back to Pause for Popcorn, our favorite segment where we take your questions and we answer them. We have two great questions. Um, the first one is we're going to name a movie that has been on our list to watch that we haven't gotten to yet. And yeah. why? And this was from um, our Instagram friend, Kim. And mine, I, uh, I've i got a couple, and one of them is with my boy Christian Bale, and it's no, called one's... Into the Furnace. Yeah. And Casey Affleck. 
I but God, I'm just scared Ooh. to watch it. Yeah. But Christian looks so good. And it's on my list. And then the other one is one of my other favorite actors, which is Tom Hardy, and that's Locke. Yes, and you've been talking about this I one for know, a long but it's time. It's literally him driving for an hour and a half. Yeah. But you know, his son is Tom Holland that calls in. Yes, it is. Because all he's doing is taking calls. Yeah, because it, it's really only just him in the movie. Yeah. And then yeah. people just and call there, him. And there are a couple of Denae Villeneuve movies I want to watch. And one, you know, and I'll, I'll watch them. But the two are his earlier films. And I've heard they're difficult. And, you know, mm. I don't do disturbing. And I think Into the Furnace and these first couple of Denae Villeneuve's are kind of disturbing. Yeah. So, do you have any you want to mention? Yes. Real quick? I actually have a Russell Crowe movie that I've been wanting to watch for a long time, but I know it's going to be really cheesy, but it's with Denzel Washington as well. What is it? Virtuosity. Oh. Uh, Russell Crowe plays a AI serial killer, oh. and Denzel is a police officer that's supposed to hunt him down. I about this I have before. before. It came out in 1995. It's probably pretty good. It doesn't have very good reviews. Well, don't. But I really yeah. want to watch it, because sometimes you just need to watch a cheesy movie with yeah. your favorite actors. Yeah. I mean, it's Denzel and Russell. What's not I to know. like? How can you go there, And they were both in American Gangster, too. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, they so, were. Right. And, I mean, also, there's um, a TV show, The Man in the High Castle, I need to finish. Yeah. And I also need to finish Peaky Blinders as well, which I'm kicking myself for both those shows. And I yeah. know my our listeners are, to too. Tom Hardy on Peaky Blinders? No, yeah. I got to the season right Right before he yeah. came on, so and my I need to finish Succession. I I mm. did, and it, I it's just there's just so much out, you yeah. know. And you're right in the middle of watching something, and then something else comes yeah. on, yeah. just like what The Witcher's mm-hmm. doing, you know. Anyway, well, okay. speaking of TV series, yes, Allie, what are you currently binging? Well, yeah, it's our that, next question. Our next question by Haley, and I am binging. Um, <laughs> um, well, I'm gonna binge. Daredevil. Yes. I want to watch that Everyone now. should binge Daredevil yes, so now. so that's my next binge. But I'm, don't judge me, but, you know, sometimes you just have to have something flighty. And it's that Emily in Paris, mm. season two, yeah. just came out. So, and I love Lily Collins. It's so shallow, you guys. It's so shallow. But it's just fun. And sometimes you just need that. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. And what are you doing? Well, we just finished The Witcher, my fiance and I. Okay. But uh, we have also started watching The Wheel of Time on Amazon How's Prime. How's that going? It's, we have, we're a few episodes behind. But because The Witcher came out and kind of yeah. stole our thunder, but I'm enjoying it a lot. I really like I watched fantasy. the first episode and haven't gone back. Oh, uh, I've watched. We've watched four. Really? And it really kind of picks up. Okay. But I, I I like fantasy stuff. I like fantasy and sci-fi. That's my genres. Yeah. And so I'm enjoying it a lot. So yeah, that's okay. what I'm currently working on. And whatever else, just trying to get caught up. But it comes yeah. 29th. It'll be the Book of Boba or, or nothing. So yep. Star Wars beats all. So. Okay, just real quick, we've got a fan shout out. Two of our favorite fans were recently married. Woo! Congratulations to Mason and Brenna from Colorado. We're so happy for you. And then my Insta, my episode 51 Insta shout outs quickly because we're going way over time is uh, Cinema Review and Movie Reviews with Ben. And those are just two um, pages that I follow and communicate with. Okay, so those are your two shout-outs. Yep. And I'm going to tag them. Yep, yeah, so, see the link in the description. Yep. We're tagging. Make sure to send us any questions that you have. You can email us at here's our take podcast at gmail.com. You can 
Uh, DM us on Instagram your questions. Make sure to keep up with Allie's polls. Yes. Let us know which Shrek is the best, one or two. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you guys next year. Go to the movies. <laughs>